What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. This week we have on my very good friend Colleen Morrison, who is a sophomore geology student at the University of South Carolina, who knows a lot about the environment and a lot about clothes. So we're going to be talking to her about how those two worlds can collide. And on top of that, we're also going to be discussing how fast fashion is kind of ruining the environment around us and what to look for to make sure your clothes are good for the environment. Um, on top of that, we're also going to be talking about, you know, how to get into environmentally friendly fashion and what brands to look out for if you're looking to go headfirst into the environmentally friendly fashion universe. What's going on, guys? This is Groove McDonald, the host of Fit Check, and this week we have my very good friend, my very dear friend, the sworn mortal enemy of fast fashion around the world, Colleen Morrison. Colleen, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing, I've been better, but you know, we're staying safe, staying quarantined, whatever. Um, so you know the name of this podcast is Fit Check, so why don't you hit us with what you're wearing today? Okay, so today I am wearing a pair of Levi jeans, very baggy, a little bit past the mom jean range and into the dad jean mm-hmm. range. Um, okay, did you, did you thrift those or... I am actually borrowing them from a friend, but they were not thrifted. Um, however, you know me, I love thrifting. Um, I am actually yeah. wearing a flannel that is thrifted, um, nice little green plaid. And then I have um, just a pair of Doc Martens. Had to buy them new, but they last forever. And then a yeah. um, little corduroy jacket just because it's cold out. Um, yeah. That was not thrifted, but I'm also borrowing it from a friend. I'm okay. firm believer. In Do you know the brand is Everlane? Everlane, okay. Everlane's cool. Everlane's cool. I like Everlane. It's a nice little, nice little brand. Is it is it good for the environment though? Because that's what we want to get into. Um, honestly, I'm gonna first. I'd like to preface by saying I didn't buy it. I'm borrowing it, but I can't right. tell okay, you yeah, whether or not it's good for the environment. Unfortunately. But I think I'm borrowing it. I didn't buy it. More uses that are out of it. It's a good quality, so it'll last for forever. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm wearing a thrifted Carhartt shirt that's way oversized. I have my John Mayer baseball cap on. We're going for a major, like, dad at, like, a Little League baseball game because they're tucked into, like, some khakis right now and some Birkenstocks on, on the feet, so... The Arizonas? Nothing too crazy going on here. No, not Arizonas. Bergenstock, Boston's actually. So <clears throat> my most comfortable shoe because I'm probably not leaving the house today. But um, so as we said, you're you're very into environmentalism and stuff like that. So how how did you originally get into environmentalism and, and having that bleed into your fashion choices? Um, I mean, just growing up. I always spent time outside. My dad and I would go hiking. My brothers and I would go hiking. Um, And then that just grew into a love for the environment and then learning about climate change and how that affects the environment. I wanted to be more conscious of 
how I went about my life and how my choices impacted the environment. So um, it started off with like, I cut out meat, cut out stuff that has high carbon impacts, but then I realized that um, the clothes I wear also impact. And so um, started thrifting a lot, um, secondhand consignment stores. Not only is it just like good for the environment, but saves me money, which mm. can never complain about. But um, yeah, exactly. Clothes are expensive. So <laughs> yeah, clothes are expensive. So like, what are what are some of the things that I guess? What are some of the bad things about um, the fashion that are that are negatively impacting the environment just for people who, who don't know? Because I don't really know, and I want to get more into it and learn a little bit more. So, like, with fast fashion, um, all of the clothing's made – it's just poor quality. It's not made to last a long time because they're trying to make it as cheaply as possible, just get out um, quantity, not really quality. And um, the factories – like it has a huge carbon impact just because they're making them in China with cheap labor. Um, there's a whole other moral dilemma with just wages yeah. they pay people. But um, the factories produce, it's not made, It's each piece is made just to have something produced. Mm-hmm. So the quality's bad, lots of carbon just with the factories and then shipping it from China, like, Xi'an and Zaful and places like that, they do. It's made in China. They ship them out. Um, and then most of those clothes are only made for, like, the trends and for one season of clothing. So it's as soon as it's mm-hmm. out of style, it gets thrown away. And then it's just a waste of fabric and ends up in a landfill, which isn't good. So, like, buying clothes, like, thrifting, reusing, buying pieces that you know, are going to last for a long time or not necessarily like trendy. Mm-hmm. It's important though. Yeah. Cause you want your clothes to last as long as they can. Um, yeah. I still wear clothes. And that's why I've been. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. And I was just gonna say like, I still wear clothes that it's like my mom wore or like my like grandma, like I have like sweaters of hers just cause like they're good quality. They last forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like you can find older pieces or like thrifted pieces that are still like in style, but not necessarily. Because yeah. I mean, I mean, thrifting is is it's been hot for like a a, a while now. Because I remember like in high school, me and you and like all of our friends, it was like only thrifting. That's like all we did. It was just go to Goodwill, and that's been. It's still people still love it to this day. I think um, it's cool that like but, thrifting's like the trend now. Yeah. Yeah, that that is cool. Cause yeah, I like that. But like, I don't. What do you think the appeal is with like the the fast fashion stuff? Like, what draws people in is is it the price? It's cheap. Um, you can get a lot of pieces, yeah. like a lot of shirts, a lot of shorts, pants, whatever, jackets for low prices. Um, and then there is like a trade off where it's like the quality's bad, or like sometimes it's like you can like just like getting it like. People are upset with like, oh, it's crappy, whatever. But mm-hmm. it's also like I paid like $5, $4 for it. So it's like you can't. So it's just very um, happy in the moment. You get new clothes and everything. But yeah, I used to be really into like fast fashion and stuff. But luckily, I've gotten out of it and started buying like started thrifting and stuff like that and started buying clothes that's going to last like four or five years, 10 years down the line. But 
um, when I was like into it, I was buying from like H and M and like Urban Outfitters, and I remember like I would buy like shirts from them, and I would wash them twice, and they would all already be like just tattered and disgusting. So that's kind of that's kind of the reason why I got out of it, and also like the fast fashion stuff doesn't like it doesn't look very good, um, and people can tell that it's like cheap material. It's just I don't know. So what are, what are some what are some brands that you hate? <laughs> what like not hate, but like what are some what are some of the worst brands out there right now when it comes to like fast fashion? I mean, just like the right off the top of my head, just like Shein is, I guess like public number public enemy number one when it comes to like the idea of fast fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's, I mean, like any of like those like online shopping boutique kind of things where it's like you're getting a top for like five dollars um yeah trash trash yeah you're getting (laughs) you're getting literally trash (laughs) but I am guilty I do have to say I am a college student I don't have a lot of money if I didn't have to buy yeah I mean yeah we're all out here on the struggle bus am guilty Mm -hmm. of owning fast fashion clothing but I do my best to like try and pick pieces that aren't necessarily like trendy but will last for a while yeah i'm pretty sure everyone is everyone in college at least is is extremely guilty because we're all you know kind of broke at some point and so nothing wrong with it just don't like as long as you can recognize that it's like bad i feel like it's better in some way like morally it's not i mean not really but like i like to think of it as that way whenever i buy like a five dollar shirt so I just try my best to, like, um, limit how much I buy. Yeah, because it is hard sometimes because, I mean, they're so cheap. But then you got to realize that, like, they're they're underpaying the workers uh, where it's made. And it's terrible for the environment. And, like, it's just a lot of – the carbon footprint from these companies is is ridiculous. Um, yeah. So do you think that, like, is it the – because I know people who are in environmentalism and also into fashion just like you. And it's – I know that the factories that they produce these clothes in produce a lot of carbon and they're bad for the environment, but is there something, is it like the material in the clothes that's bad for the environment? Like once it hits uh, like a, the, a landfill or something like, doesn't it like not decompose because it's made out of a blend? Yeah. So like the blends, no, you're not wrong. Like the blends. um, And like at this point it's like most clothes I feel like aren't like a hundred percent cotton or a hundred percent like natural so, like, when you have, like, the rayon and everything with, like, the plastics woven in, like, the stretchy fabrics, they don't break down as well mm-hmm. because it is plastic. So, they kind of just sit there for ages for who knows how long. Um, but if it's, yeah. like, cotton and it's thrown out, it will decompose. It's still, like, when it's decomposing, it's still producing, um, like, methane emissions and stuff like that and carbon emissions. But it's not sitting there, like, leaching plastic into the ground and stuff yeah hmm so the so all natural like 100 percent cotton is is obviously better for the environment and then like if you do like a like what a polyester and cotton is is not going to decompose as fast right yeah okay cool um so you like to hike obviously let's pivot here um what are some of some good sustainable brands that you wear when you're either hiking or just in your everyday life um, I absolutely adore Patagonia. Um, their whole model for how they do their clothing and everything. Um, it's, I mean, obviously it's more expensive, but 
the quality of it's so good. It's like any Patagonia article will last you your whole life. They have a program where you can, um, they have a program where you can like bring in your clothing, you're like you're any Patagonia article and they'll fix it um, because they're trying to have you, like any piece that you buy, not only is it just like made ethically where they're paying their workers, they're using sustainably sourced materials, but, um, mm. and like, I think they have a lot less like factory production and more by hand, but, um, and there's still like factory production, but it's less so. But, yeah. um, and it's like made in America, North America, um, less emissions for travel, but um, they're trying to make a piece of clothing that lasts your entire life. So they have programs yeah. where you can bring it in, they'll fix it because they're trying to keep you wearing that one jacket for as long as yeah. you can. Which Do they fix it for free? Because I have a few Patagonia jackets that I need to get fixed. I'm not sure. It's like kind of like they do it like a pop-up um, essentially where it's like I think you have to either have to go to like a store or they have like a pop-up where they're like fixing but um, every now and then they'll like post on like Instagram which I follow on Instagram because I love them but um, they have like a, they'll like post about like I think they do it for free but they'll post about like someone's jacket and it'll be like all tattered and then like refixing it and like fixing like putting patches in over any holes on like restuffing oh, okay. it but um and they always like tell like the story about like so and so's had this for like ten years and like here like the yeah. fixes that he's made on it and but I think they do it for free. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, whatever. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> I love Patagonia too because they're they're uh, was it their CEO or was it their founder that was like super into hiking and like going outside and he like took a lot of expeditions to Antarctica. I can't remember who it was, but I'm pretty sure it was one of those two. But he he's a is it their CEO? It has to be their CEO, I feel like, right? Probably. I mean, it probably make, it makes sense for it to be the founder. I don't know. Admittedly, don't Whatever. know the whole origin story. But You're not a true fan of Patagonia? I'm a fake fan. Bandwagon. <laughs> Bandwagon Patagonia for the environment. It's better than not. Um, so what are some other brands that are, that are uh, kind of good environmental? They have... Um, I know Gap does a program where you can bring in your old jeans um, and they, is it Gap? Yeah. Oh, maybe it's not. Ah, crap. I messed up. But there's this one brand, I think I want to say Gap, but it might be, I think the name will come to me, but um, they do a program where you can bring in your old jeans and they'll recycle them and turn them into insulation. Um, like for, for houses? Yeah. So it's like if you have a pair of jeans and oh. it's like you just can't, like they've got too many holes in them, can't patch it up, can't do anything with it. Um, they take them and they shred it up and turn it into insulation for houses. So that's like a reuse. Because um, obviously like, with like reduce, reuse, recycle, the best mo mode of action is reducing, just not buying as much, not producing as much mm -hmm. demand. But then after that, like reusing as much as you can. Um, and so like getting the life out of your clothing, but then recycling. So they take your worn out jeans and they. That's cool. I didn't know. I didn't know Gap was doing that. I think. Well, we don't know it's Gap. I'm, let me like. Do some research. Um. So while you're doing that, how how does someone 
like me who who has a very rough rough idea of environmentalism in fashion kind of go full force into uh environmentalism and fashion how how does someone start that lifestyle um i mean just like just go hiking a lot <laughs> i mean that won't that doesn't get you where exactly where you need to be but like just being a first like step is just being aware of the awareness that like your clothes have an impact um not just like how much you drive or you know whatever like not that but just like being aware that your clothes too also make an impact um and then just like looking into like brands and like I mean thrifting but like looking into brands and seeing like are they like doing how they how they go about their business and it tends to be like the companies that are better for the environment their clothing's really expensive because they are being made in America and they're being made by hand or just like smaller scales of production but you're paying what you get for they last for forever and stuff but um I think just like looking into like doing your research before you buy pieces of clothing and buying clothing less frequently or that you know you can use multiple mm-hmm. times not just for like one occasion but like okay like because I always do this like when I buy this it's like okay like can I wear this will I feel comfortable wearing this all the time um will I wear it for more than just like once like yeah going for longevity in clothes instead of like just wearing it once throwing it away yeah so um let's get into your personal style since you haven't really touched on that yet um you have a i would say one of the most unique personal styles i've ever come across just because you you go thrifting a lot one you're big in, in big into environmentalism right mm-hmm. yeah and you you just kind of wear things that are cool pieces that are that are very interesting on the eye so what are what are some things that you look for besides kind of you know being good for the environment in when you're shopping for clothes my main thing is comfort um i'm not gonna wear something if i don't feel comfortable in it um and so it's like before like if i have something that's like i don't tend to buy like very like bright flashy colored things I feel like I have like neutral clothing styles but I have this one sweater that's like bright obnoxious colors and everything but it's super comfortable so it's like I'm comfortable wearing it because like it feels good on so despite the fact that it's like flashy like look at me it's I'm still comfortable wearing it so whether it's like a physical comfort or just like these clothes make me feel it's more about like the way the clothes make me feel I guess so Admittedly, I do wear, I love, love a good sweatpants, sweatshirt. Now, who doesn't? I mean, that's, that's the classic. I don't know. I feel like, again, like I buy pieces that it's like, I love the way it looks, love the way it makes me feel. And so, um, whether that's just like, just a good pair of jeans. Like I have a pair of jean shorts that I got from Goodwill and I've been my pair of jean shorts for four or five years I don't wear any other pair but it's just like those are super comfortable like I know how 
they fit, how they Your make go-tos. you feel. Yeah, they're my go-tos. Um, but so I think my main thing with like my sense of style is just comfortable. Just comfort, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, when I'm shopping, it's like it's it's a good mix of like comfort and how it looks obviously because like you know uh i love a good pair of loafers obviously love them to death um but when you get them out of the box and you know the leather is super hard and you have to break them in i love the way they look but they make my feet bleed so i can't like they're not super comfortable until you break them in that's yeah that's how my dogs are i still get blisters and stuff every now and then but i feel like comfortable like well first of all the, like comfort the comfort like the like mental the, comfort of just like they make me feel cool yeah so even though they hurt i like the way they look that makes me feel comfortable even though mm-hmm. i have a blister on the back of my heel for like a week <laughs> where like where do you shop besides goodwill because i mean we've kind of gone over like environmentalism where some good brands but like other than like patagonia and I think Patagonia was the only one we touched on. What are some other other brands that you you like what they're doing right now and and uh, you love what they put out? Um, I can't afford it, but absolutely adore free people and um, anthropology. Just like free people is very is good on the environment, um, mm-hmm. but it's again it's expensive. It's expensive, yeah. Any. I always go to like Plato's Closet or places like that because somebody else has gotten their use out of it. So I have like a couple like free people um, tops and like shirts and stuff from Plato's Closet because it's like I'm able to afford it, but it's also like somebody else has gotten their use out of it. Mm-hmm. And now it's. Where is is free people like a South Carolina thing or is it a, a free people's a house somewhere else? National. I don't know where. Um, they're probably like California, New York, but um, Cali. I've never heard of them. Really? I mean, I feel like it's mostly like girls' clothes. I don't think they have guys' stuff. Oh, I wonder why I haven't heard of them. <laughs> so what? Free people and uh, anthropology. Isn't that a dress store though? You can get Am dresses I there. I mean, it's like, you can get dresses there. They don't, it's not solely, uh, strictly dresses. Hmm. I know my mom likes to shop there, I think. If I had money, I would. Yeah, well, most most things that are, I mean, you've talked about it, you've touched on this, but like most things that are made out of, of natural materials and are, are kind of better for the environment that, are, that don't have a, a blend of materials are usually more expensive just because the materials are natural and 100 percent in the in the piece right yeah yeah i don't know you get what you pay for yeah that's the thing that's the thing with this whole environmentalism stuff is that you you really do get what you pay for and i feel like that's kind of constant even at the the fast fashion sale because you, if you're paying like 20 dollars for a pair of jeans like you're gonna get a 20 dollar pair of jeans or you're gonna get a five dollar shirt and i also yeah, like, but if you get like go ahead i was just say i also like appreciate that like when it is that higher price you are thinking like is this piece of clothing worth it because you're not just like throwing your money away it's like you're thinking more about like what you're wearing and how long you're gonna wear it and like Mm -hmm. 
it's a nice little like stop and think about do I need this yeah I mean that's when I'm shopping like it's more of like before I buy something it's like can I what does it look like I'm going to be able to wear this for at least three four years and I feel like that's definitely changed my entire wardrobe because like in high school like it was it was like it was like Nike athletic t-shirts like that was it and then I kind of got into it more and it was started buying like stuff like Carhartt and stuff like um Everlane another great brand that you're actually wearing right now L.L. Bean's another one of my favorite I love L.L. Bean yeah, L.L. Bean's a, a, so good. They 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 don't miss. They everything that they have, you can keep for like a hundred years or something. Yeah, it's insane. It's like always gonna be, always gonna be a good look, and always just gonna last for forever. It's timeless. The one thing I don't like about uh, L.L. Bean is I don't like the bean boots. I, they're not my favorite. I think the bean boot. Well, I think. I think they're just ugly boots, but yeah. it doesn't help that there was the whole bean boot phenomenon, and that just like drove them into the ground. I feel like yeah, they weren't good looking to, in the first place, and then people started buying like the knockoffs that were like terrible, the Sperry ones. <laughs> Proud to say that I never owned a pair of bean boots. Yeah, I haven't either. I did own a pair of uh, Sperry topsiders when I was like you know, a sophomore in high school, but... Hey, I had a pair in, like, middle school. <laughs> yeah. That's what started my, my loafer obsession, addiction. Did you ever have a pair of, like, Clark... Not Clark's, I don't know. Like, the ones where it's, like, the suede with, like, the kind of, like, heel and then it goes up on the... The Wallabies? The Wallabies, that's why. I don't know why I said Clark's. Did you ever have a pair? Yeah. Of, you did? I like... I, I don't, but I love Wallabies. Um, that Wallabies go way back. I remember there's a picture... I think, like, members of... Um, the Wu-Tang Clan and, like, Biggie Smalls wore wallabies, like, in the 90s. I think my mom, like, in the 70s wore wallabies. Yeah, they're that's a classic shoe. I love them. I want a pair really bad. I haven't gotten around to it, though. I think I'm going to buy a pair of Doc Martens first, like, the low ones, but whatever. I like Docs. Docs are also just been around for a hot minute. Don't think they're going anywhere. Yeah. Anyways, um, so what are... Getting just a little anecdote about personal style there, but uh, what are some of your the, your favorite trends right now or in the past, like, two or three years that you've seen? Um, I mean, again, I really appreciate the fact that thrifting is kind of like a trend where it's just, like, you buy whatever, wear whatever kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like... The baggy pants situation. Um, I hate buying jeans. And so being able to just buy like a pair of jeans where I don't have to worry about actually how well they fit. Yeah. Super, super nice, super convenient. Um, I feel like, I mean, I guess jewelry counts as fashion. I'm going to say all the rings. Yeah. I'm a big ring girl. I've got seven on right now um mm-hmm. you have said i need i think i need more rings honestly like i i have this one and that's it i love rings my mom actually gave me it was like my great aunt's ring um she gave it to me this past week so i have new ring new swag i'm feeling good about it but i like the over accessorization jewelry kind of thing 
Um, big fan of that. I really like uh, the oversized t-shirts. Just because, again, the, the comfort level is off the charts. I like going to, I like the whole oversized t-shirt and then going to Goodwill and seeing what's like the most obnoxious shirt you could get. Yeah. That was um, my big thing. High school, I have several horrible shirts that really should anyone be wearing them? No, but they're comfy and they're funny and they make me laugh. I mean, dude, if your clothes can make you laugh, I feel like it's a pretty good piece right there. So. I also, I love the oversized t-shirt trend. Yeah. So are there, um, just to pull a quick 180 in this, this conversation, um, are there any like celebrities or musicians that kind of have in, influenced you in kind of your own like personal style journey? Like where was like any, any person, anything like that? Um, no one like specifically, like I know like you've got John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm wearing his hat right now. Um, I know, like, I don't have anyone specifically like that where it's, like, their style I look up to. Um, actually, I mean, I really like the way ASAP Rocky just wears whatever. Mm-hmm. And obviously it's all, like, designer and, like, yeah, stuff we can't afford. <laughs> or and it's like fashionable, like right out the bat, just because it is designer. But um, mm-hmm. I like the way he just kind of wears whatever, and it's like bright and colorful, and just like looking at it, you're just like, that's a fit. Yeah. That, and so it's like the kind of just like, I don't care what other people think, I'm going to wear what I like. I admire yeah. that. So I think... um that. I think, oh, sorry. I was just saying, I think that's impacted me. Yeah. I think, like, uh, I think that definitely clothes have an impact on, like, my confidence. Because if I'm wearing something that I know I like and that I look good in, it, it definitely, like, changes, I guess, my mood or, like, my confidence level. But I feel like kind of the same way happens with a, a bunch of people. Does it happen to you or – Oh, yeah, it's definitely, like, I've definitely, like, there's definitely been times where it's, like, I'm not feeling so hot today. I'm not feeling great. Just, like, bad mental place. But it's, like, I'm going to put on an outfit that I know looks good. And I'm going to, it instantly, like, boosts my mood where I'm just, like, you know what? Like, I look better. I'm wearing a cool fit. I'm in a good spot. Yeah, clothes are important. Clothes are very important to me. It's important to, like, um, how they make you feel, but also to think about where they come from. Yeah, I mean, especially if, if your clothes, you know, are, like, helping the environment as well, as opposed to, like, absolutely, like, eviscerating it. I definitely feel like, like, do you feel like if you're wearing, like, clothes that are helping the environment or, like, thrifted or, like, good material, like, all natural, do you feel, like, better about it? Like, like morally than if you were wearing if you were wearing like something else oh I feel guilty anytime I wear like a shirt because I again like I do have like fast fashion like Shein or whatever like anytime but anytime I wear one of those I feel like bad I'm like oh like I could be wearing something that's maybe like a little bit better for the environment but then it's like I'm gonna wear this into the ground and I'm gonna get as much use out of it as possible just so I'm not 
you know, just. Do you find yourself like, like kind of using those fast fashion clothes or pieces, um, and, and turning them into something else? Like, do you find yourself like using an old Shein shirt and turning it into like a crop top or like something else just so you can wear it more? I maybe not like turning it into like a crop top kind of thing, but it's like when I buy stuff, I am intentional about like, can I wear this multiple ways? And like, can I wear it and like wear it with like a jacket or wear it with like under like a sweater or something like that, where it's like, I can wear it for not just like one setting and one setting only. Um, and so then that comes into like, just like styling yeah hmm. you know the vibe i do know the vibe i guess uh i mean i really want to get more into environmentalism so um thank you for coming on this was a great conversation i feel like a lot of people uh learned a lot of stuff about environmentalism and, and how it really does it really is like kind of impacting the the world as we know it right now through like carbon emissions and just the clothes just not deteriorating when they when they're thrown out or you know, when they hit the landfill or whatever. So thank you for coming on. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. Thank you for having me. And that's the episode. So thank you to anyone who tuned in this week. I hope you had a lot of fun listening to it. Because uh, I know I did. I had a lot of fun interviewing Colleen, uh, one of my really good friends, as I said before. Um, definitely learned a lot too. You know, it is important where your clothes come from and what they're made out of. So, and uh, thank you to Josh Teckle for producing and editing this podcast none of this would be possible without him um and you can follow the podcast on instagram at fit check pod no numbers no capital letters it's just at fit check pod we're going to be posting uh you know outfits from our guests and yours truly on there so you can see what we're wearing on recording days and some behind the scenes stuff too so follow that if you're interested This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets and the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org.